Hi, everyone. You're listening to Oh My Travel Podcast. I'm your host, Janine, a.k.a. La Wild Explorer, and I'm here today with our producer, Martha. Welcome back, everyone. Martha and I have a very special guest on our show today. We have Maritza from Travel Notes and Things. Maritza, we're so excited to have you on the show. Thank you so, so much for inviting me. I'm super excited to get talking with you guys. And yeah, thank you so much for inviting me. Of course. Um, We met on Clubhouse. um, (laughs) Yes. So um, we know you, but um, we want to know you better and we want our audience to know you. So please tell us, tell us a bit more about yourself. Sure. So, um, yes. So my name is Maritza and I have a travel blog called Travel Notes and Things. And Travel Notes and Things is a blog that I started uh, a few years back now. And intention, or originally I wanted to set the intention for this to be a space for, for, for us to talk more about the transformative effects of travel. As we all know, travel in itself is just like the ultimate mode of learning and ed- and just educating yourself on the world and and really about yourself and and so many things that come from that and i think that so many of us have different different inspirations that that we feel different ideas that come to us certain epiphanies that we feel and just kind of pop into our head when we are in different environments essentially right when we are kind of in one place for for a long time, we almost, we get too comfortable, right? And it's the comfort zone for a reason. And I think that goes for your country where if you are there for for a long time and the moment that you in a way kind of pluck yourself from that, what I call the four walls of of your country and you go to a different part of the world and you just kind of have to learn almost relearn how the world works and you kind of get taken back to this toddler stage of life where you just kind of open yourself up to observing more carefully relying on your senses a little bit more and um just being more open to meeting people and just smiling to people and just letting them know that you know i come in peace and i'm just i'm super excited to be here and it's really just kind of like this international language that we have but Anyway, so I really wanted to um, have this space to to talk about this and just the transformative effects of travel. Um, And along with that, I talk about other um, subjects within travel, such as how to create this, what I call the travel mindset. And essentially it's kind of how to view your surroundings with almost like these lenses, these lens of, of, of a traveler who, who, who's very curious, who just wants to know. And, you know, it's just kind of asking, you know, why is this this way? Or like, I wonder why, you know, things are done this certain way and how to do that back home. Um, and then I talk about how to manifest travel. I've had certain experiences with that as well. And um, yeah, I would say that those are kind of like the three main things that Travel Notes and Things um, talks about. You said all of this so beautifully. I'm, I'm taking notes. I love this. Um, thank you. Thank you. Uh, okay. We want to do a this or that with you. Awesome. Um, <laughs> I'm just gonna, you know, say two things and then you're just gonna tell me which one you, 
I guess, prefer. <laughs> okay, let's go. All right. Um, sunrise or sunset? Oh, this is such a tricky one. I love both. Um, okay. If I had to choose, I think I'd say sunsets. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I feel like Any they're just easier reason? to catch. Okay. Yeah. I feel like they're just e- easier to catch. Like, <laughs> like I, I try to be a morning person and I am oddly enough when I'm traveling, I tend to lean more on being an earlier, like, um, I like waking up earlier. I think it's because I'm just so excited to be there. Um, but I feel like it's just easier to catch sunsets in general, whether I'm traveling or I'm home. <laughs> Yeah, that, no, that totally makes sense. <laughs> um, okay, next one. Uh, wine or beer? Oh, uh, wine for sure. Yes, like you that. cannot be a nice glass of wine. Mm, <laughs> what's your favorite color or type? Do they go by color? Uh, <laughs> color. Um, they do for me. I mean, sometimes I'll just be like, I'll have, you know, a red or a white wine. Um, but I think I tend to gravitate more towards... Uh, white I think I think it depends on my mood but yeah I, I would say white nice mm-hmm. I love it. what's your favorite color Martha oh. my favorite color is green oh <laughs> mine <laughs> um I do a rosé I love it oh yeah that's a good one too mm-hmm. but there is green wine is there yeah I I found out about green wine in Portugal um but I think it's like oh a yeah and very I don't know just some places so I have to have it so I when have you to have it colors now. I was like oh this goes beyond like red or white <laughs> oh my um, so inadvertently fun. right yeah <laughs> I love it okay I won't get too much on a side note <laughs> All right, Maritza, back to the, the hard questions. Um, yes. <laughs> lakes or rivers? Mm. I think I'd have to say lakes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, lakes, because only because I live close to a really big one, <laughs> Lake Michigan. And, um, and it's just, it's so beautiful. It's so, it's so expansive. It almost looks like the ocean. Like it just, it keeps going on and on and on. So yeah, I'd have to say a lake for now. I love it. Okay, so so far we've got the lake at sunset with wine. So yes, right. What a beautiful picture. <laughs> we're we're just like building this trip already, <laughs> right? Yes. All right. Let's do. Um, oh, this will go more with the trip. Camping or glamping? Oh, camping, for sure. Okay. Okay. Yes. Yes. Nice. A little more roughing it. Yeah, you know if you know, whether there's electricity or not, you know, it's about just kind of doing something a little bit different from, you know, the commodities of being at home <laughs> for me. Totally. No, I, yeah. that's well said because I mean, camping could really be as off the grid or on the grid as comfortable mm-hmm. or, you know, more roughing it as you want it to be. So I love that. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Um, sparkling or flat? Mm, I think flat. Yeah. Same. I don't know. It's just, yeah. <laughs> like, we're, because we're talking about like water, right? Like sparkling water, flat, or. I mean, honestly, yeah. we could be talking about anything, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the intention That's, was water. 
you okay. Picked it up. You picked it up. <laughs> awesome. I was like, I think it's water. That's I'm gonna go with that. Yeah, I think water is just so refreshing. Like if I want something with like like that sparkling, I'll think I'll just I don't know go for something else. But like just water, just ice cold water, just so, sounds so good. <laughs> yes. Um, gold or silver? Mm, I think gold. Yeah. It's just so pretty. Love it. I'm a gold girl. Yeah. All right. We've got Netflix or Disney Plus. Mm, I think Netflix. Yeah. I actually I don't have Disney Plus. So like I maybe I can't like fairly like say, but <laughs> I've heard <laughs> I've heard from those who do have Disney Plus that they don't have like all of the shows like back from like, like the nineties or early two thousands. And so I'm just like, well, then what's the point? <laughs> like, I don't know. I feel like I would just, I prefer Netflix. Like you really get a, like this really wide variety of, of shows and movies. So. Yeah. A hundred percent. I I'm a Netflix prep. I, I prefer Netflix as well. I have both, but just because I have children and mm-hmm. all the movies are there. So it's, if I didn't have that, then I wouldn't have that. I don't think. <laughs> yeah. All right, last one. Um, all you can eat Korean barbecue or all you can eat sushi? Oh, I you think I would have to. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. Definitely Korean barbecue. Yes. All right. oh, Sounds so amazing right now. That does. I'm like, right. Okay, let's, uh, let's get this together now. <laughs> I know. Lunch, it's like I have to ask all the food questions during lunch and make us all hungry. <laughs> I know now I'm just thinking about it oh man that sounds so good even though here it's like past lunch but I'm like I could eat I could eat I could always eat I think Janine yeah. is like that too right yeah. yeah I'm just like oh I wasn't hungry but maybe yeah now I am I'm hungry. yeah <laughs> um all right well Maritza we want to um talk a little bit more about travel notes and things. I know you gave us um, a good introduction into that, but um, can you kind of tell us about the evolution of your blog, like kind of how it started and what it has become now? Yeah. Um, So I started blogging in 2016. I had just can't come back from living in Spain. I, I was teaching abroad and and it was really, um, I remember coming back and I thought, you know, I just, I just like moved abroad and I just did that whole thing. And like, I dealt with Spanish bureaucracy and I had to kind of like make new friends. And like, I did all of these uh, like pretty cool things. And I'm just gonna start a blog because I've always kind of let this fear, right? This fear or just like salt, like limiting beliefs that like, no, like there are already so many blogs out there. Like, what would I be able to, to share? And so just kind of, I remember coming back from Spain and thinking, you know, I've done all of these things. Like I can totally start a blog and I'm just going to start one. And, um, and, and yeah, that, I would say that's kind of how it started. Um, in, in 2016. But now that I'm thinking about it, I mean, the seed really was planted in my head when I studied abroad. 
in college. And that's when I had one of my first transformative travel experiences, which influenced um, what I talk about on the blog today. And it was that that experience that I had in, uh, in Greece. It was my first time ever being in Europe. And I had never traveled to Europe and without my family. And so I felt like I was kind of like on my own, even though I was with a group of other classmates. But it felt very liberating in a different way that I'd never experienced before. And, and I remember that in and of itself was just amazing because I was the eldest daughter of a, of a Mexican household, first generation. And my parents, you know, were okay with me coming over here. And I was just so excited about that. And I remember I had one moment where I was walking from my hostel to this grocery store. And I remember thinking just how happy I was. Like, it was just this pure happiness that I just, I radiated, I feel, I radiated it. And uh, I remember looking up and, like at the architecture that was around me and Athens is just such a cool city because the history is literally, you're walking on history, you're looking at history. It's like, it's everywhere. And so I remember thinking like, I just, I just want to have this experience like every day. Like I just want to incorporate travel in my life some way, shape or form, either working with it or moving abroad or something. And I would say that was kind of the moment where that seed was planted of starting something like a blog. But I didn't necessarily know it was a blog until later on throughout my travels. Uh, it kind of started to take shape into what I wanted to do. I, I would watch a lot of YouTube videos and travel bloggers and I would think, you know, could that be it? I don't know. And so, yeah, but it, it was it was an idea that started to take shape after that. And I came back from Spain and I said, a blog it is. We're going to do it. <laughs> I love it. You, you went all in. You were just like, all right, stop thinking about it. Let's do this. Mm -hmm. I, there's yeah. so many layers to this conversation right now. Yes. Yes. Because it's, it's like, it's a, it's such an interesting journey because you, at least for me, and I know I'm not alone in this, but whenever you're going to start a project like this, where you put yourself out on the internet in some capacity, there's so many like uh, limiting um, limiting beliefs that you have, right? Again, with like, it's, it's already super saturated or what could I say? What could I do? You know, all of these things, but um, it's really, so it's a journey. It's 100% a journey. And like I said, I started back in 2016 and I wouldn't say that I got, I was serious about it 100% that year. I would say I was more on it uh, probably like a year ago or a year and a half ago at most. Um, but yeah, so it's, it's, it's a journey for sure. So you mentioned that you are first generation, um, your parents are from Mexico and I know that has its own challenges and because I mean, they have a different, not like totally different set of beliefs but things are just different mm -hmm. so travel is very much a luxury and I'm so glad that you know I've been able to experience you know this luxury and this privilege and so has Janine and mm -hmm. um, yourself as well so would you say that your travel life uh, started with that first trip to Greece um, with college yeah so it's it's interesting because in some ways it did begin that year that I went off to Greece, but 
but I, I also had traveled before then. So before I was able to, to go to Mexico uh, a few times um, every couple of years to visit my family down there, which, um, which was very, which is a luxury in and of itself uh, uh, as well. And so I was able to do that. And I feel like those were the first times when I would come back home that I would experience reverse culture shock. And boy, was I in for something like that when I came back from Greece, but that's a different story. Um, but yeah, I, I, I traveled before, before mainly to Mexico a few times within the US, but um, I would say that that trip to Greece was really kind of like a pivotal moment for me. It was, um, like I said, I had kind of that epiphany of this is what I want to do, or this is the kind of clarity that I needed and, and couldn't really find at home. Because previous to that, actually, I'd, I'd been, whenever somebody would ask me, what do you want to be when you grow up? I was always unsure. I was like, oh, I don't know. Like I, I chose uh, after college, after high school rather to go to culinary school to become a chef. And I, and I did that. And midway through the process, I was like, I don't know if this is it. So it was a very confusing time for me. Um, it wasn't the happiest of times, but I got through it. And then I, I transferred to another school and that's where I had the opportunity to study abroad in Greece. And, and so if somebody, and, and this is something that I, I thought about when I was in, when I was studying abroad, I thought, you know, if somebody would have asked me instead of what do you want to be when you grow up? And they would have asked me, what kind of lifestyle do you want to have when you grow up? I think that would have meant a lot, like a world of a difference for me, because it really does open up your, the possibilities that you have in your mind. Because when people ask you, you know, what do you want to be when you grow up? You think doctor, lawyer, teacher, but you don't think about the kind of lifestyle they have, you know, how, how, how their day-to-day -day looks like. And I feel that if, if people knew that a little bit more, they would kind of make better decisions perhaps, or just decisions with more clarity around rather than just picking something, which is what I ended up doing. <laughs> but uh, looking back, I think that everything just kind of falls into place the way it has to. And there are lessons that we have to learn and eventually we get to where we need to. Absolutely. You bring up such a great point. And I mean, this is something that like, as young as, I mean, really just like super young, but I remember going to, I don't know if it was like preschool or probably kindergarten or something. It was always like, yeah, what do you want to be when you grow up? And mm -hmm. oh my God, I, I just, what you said a hundred percent like that, that should just be a standard we we need to switch that standard question to you know what what type of lifestyle do you want really um you know understand what that means so i mm -hmm. love that you bring that up um you mentioned some very beautiful places that you've been to we you know we've seen that you've been to spain mexico ireland greece canada all these amazing places do you have a favorite um, I have two favorites. It's so hard for me to pick one, but I, <laughs> I, so I have to say two, but I, I think that Greece, like I mentioned, uh, has a very special place in my heart just because that was a very, just kind of eye-opening experience, you know, going into this new, what felt like a new world to me. Right. Um, and, 
and having that transformative travel experience where the, this kind of clarity came to me and this, for the first time in my life, this sort of direction of where I wanted to go more or less kind of appeared um, for me. So I have to say Greece is a very special place for me and one of my favorites, also it's gorgeous. And then um, Spain, because uh, I that's the place where I lived abroad the longest. I, I spent around a year over there. Oh, wow. Yeah, I, I, I lived out there for a year in Madrid, a little bit outside the city center of Madrid. And, you know, being out there for, for a while, I, I lived with the host family and I had ample time to really kind of establish a routine, like a day-to-day routine and kind of make friends and make connections and just be in a place long enough for people to know me and to know them. And, and yeah, so it's, it's a very special place, a place that I, I can say I know people and that I have friends and that's very special to me. That's beautiful. Yeah. Um, I, I fell in love with Spain when I went, um, and I know Janine has tried to, uh, tries to go there, um, pretty often. I remember, I thought I was going to lose her one time to Spain. I thought really (laughs) she was going to make the, the move and just stay out there, but I definitely understand the, the allure. It's so incredibly beautiful. And I feel like the people that I met there were very friendly. And then the food is just so good. I, I love really it. Is. Yeah. <laughs> what, what part of Spain um, did you both go? I went to, um, where was, okay. So Madrid, um, Barcelona, um, but I preferred uh, Sevilla. So the Southern part yes. of Spain. So that was my favorite. I could, I could live there. I just, it was incredible for me. Awesome. Yeah. So I, I've been to kind of all over. I, I've done like the major cities like um, Madrid. Um, I went to Segovia. I don't know how to say it. Um, mm-hmm. um, I forget where else there. I've gone to Barcelona, Pamplona. San Sebastian. Um, and then I based myself in Malaga for a month and kind of went to a bunch of like the different, um, like Nerja, um, where else? Cordoba, Cordoba. Oh my God. I like, I'll lose the accent sometimes because he's a little bit different than like Mexican Spanish. So I'm like, yes, how do I say this? Um, yeah, I, I've, I don't know. I've hopped around quite a bit, but I've spent the majority of my time in um, Barcelona and Malaga. Yeah, that's so beautiful. I've never been to Malaga, but I've heard so many beautiful things about it. There's just so much to explore. I know. I'm like, it's, it feels like, you know, like the mini, you know, United States on its own. Like there's just so much diversity, you know, from Mm -hmm. the North to the South and, um, everywhere in between. So it's, it's, it's a beautiful country. I mean, obviously we could talk about this all day because we're so in love with it, but yes, it's amazing. Um, so Marissa switching to, uh, domestic travel, um, and exploring your own backyard, especially now uh, because of COVID and we weren't able to go out for a year. It's coming up to, um, Mm -hmm. a little bit over, um, you're in Illinois and, um, what have you been doing lately? Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I, I mean, as you said, we're coming up now on a year of kind of staying where we are. And I think that one of the things that has really just helped me, you know, especially with this travel bug that I have is to just explore what I have around me. And, and I think through, through doing that, even if it's, you know, a town that's 10 minutes from me, or it's a three hour long road trip or whatever it is, I think it's the more I've been doing it and doing it with the intention of trying to see it kind of with that travel mindset of curiosity and, and wonder, it's been able to help me kind of romanticize where I live. And I think that's so important to do, you know, whether it's during the pandemic or just, you know, in general. And I think that's also something that comes with traveling, you know, when you travel to all of these places and then you come back home and you kind of do uh, realize just what you have around you. And it's, um, and it's really quite beautiful, but I think that's a, uh, that's one of the things that I've been doing a lot uh, this year. Um, also just uh, working more on my blog, always working on my blog and trying to, you know, make it at the best that I can. It's kind of my pride and joy. <laughs> I love it. I love writing and I love sharing content and connecting with my readers. And it's really amazing. And um, and I oftentimes see the the pandemic, you know, when I try to see the good side of, of everyone just kind of having to, you know, work from home, kind of stay local is for me personally, it was that time that I didn't know I needed to really focus on my blog because had it been a regular year, I, I think I would have just been traveling and without really putting in that work and that focus on it. Um, so yeah, I mean, looking at the silver lining of things and and yeah, that's that's basically what I've been doing throughout the whole year. It's funny that like you say, if, you know, the pandemic hadn't happened, you didn't have like, well, not necessarily the pandemic, but if you didn't like have that time to really like, okay, let's like refocus, let's work a little bit more on the blog, you would have been traveling, mm -hmm. but it is mm -hmm. a travel blog. So <laughs> yeah, I, I've like struggled with this myself, like this balance. And I feel like, I don't know, there was something about this pandemic where we had the chance to reset and um, kind of be able to like prioritize things and, you know, what's important, like, we can still, like you said, you're, you know, traveling, exploring your backyard, you're still traveling, you're still doing mm -hmm. things, but you're also spending time, um, you know, focusing on your blog, which ultimately helps other people to travel. So I love that you, you said all this. Um, why, like anyone who, I mean, I know prior to the pandemic, I kind of preferred traveling internationally before, but I kind mm -hmm. of discovered like, not discovered, but like just, you know, had this new appreciation for what is in my backyard and even in like the neighboring, um, you know, California's a really big state for me, but like, even like, you know, just like the neighboring areas or you know going a state over is, is a little bit of a way still but um yeah like what for anyone who doesn't really explore their neighboring areas why do you think you know you should and why do you think that's important uh I just think it's very important because again it's just I think it's just about being appreciative right and I think that no matter what part of the world you call home, there's just 
there's always going to be something special about it. There's always going to be something beautiful about it. And so when you know kind of where you are and where you're from and you can travel the world and you can go to all of these amazing places and you can, you know, you, you can speak about them to people who, who may not know where, you know, for in my case, where Illinois is, you know, when I was in Spain, I, I would have a lot of people kind of be like, Illinois, where's Illinois? Now say, oh, Chicago. And they'd be like, oh, okay, okay, I know now. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's really, um, the more you know about where you are, you take that appreciation um, about where you, you are and where you're from. And, you know, you can take that abroad and you can kind of not necessarily go and educate people, but when it comes up in conversation, because it will, you know, you know what to say and, and, and you know how to properly speak about, you know, this place that you call home. I definitely think it's important to really, um, I guess, know your roots is a little bit different because we have roots, you know, elsewhere, but just mm-hmm. knowing, um, where we come from, just where we were raised and uh, sharing, you know, all the positives and even some of the negatives. Um, yeah. You just want to be able to let people know why, um, kind of why you are where you are and like why you still um, hold your home very near and dear to your heart. So um, that I do think that it's important to, you know, learn your history and learn your neighborhoods and all that. Um mm-hmm. But I wanted to ask, your Wisconsin trip was so beautiful um, and chilly looking. Um, can you tell <laughs> us? Can you tell us more about that? And what were your, what are your tips? Um, and what should we go out and see? Because me and Janine haven't really traveled a lot of the Midwest area, and mm-hmm. I've only been to Wisconsin one time, and it was just for a football game. I went to a Green Bay game, which was so fun but I was there for just the weekend. I went to, I explored a little bit the day that I got there, went to the game on Sunday and then went home the next day. Gotcha. Yes. Well, yeah. uh, Thinking back on that trip. um, Yeah. It was in Wisconsin. I was on my way to, um, to this part of, uh, well, if you, if you look at kind of like the shape that Wisconsin is, there's a little peninsula to the right. And that's where I was. So the peninsula is called Door County. And this is a very beautiful, picturesque, kind of quaint little peninsula with various little towns. And it's really, really beautiful. I think that one of the reasons why I love going out there and why I tell my friends and and a lot of people, you know, Door County is just so beautiful is because of its, of its charm. It's like I said, it's very quaint, quiet towns, but they're very well, just like they're touristy as well. But the thing about these places that is that you won't find like chain restaurants, you won't find a Starbucks, you won't find these kind of well-known establishments, right? Like it's, it's all like smaller, you know, local businesses, exactly. Family run kind of boutique shops. And there's something just really special about that. It really helps you to kind of disconnect. And when you have that, and then you have the beautiful nature you have, you have, you're on the water, you have these beautiful kind of, uh, natural scenery, um, you know, even if it's cold or no matter what season it is, but the fall is definitely a 
very beautiful time to be out there. The trees are just gorgeous. But any season you go out there, it really just you, you disconnect. Like also you you don't have much cell reception up there. At least I don't. So it, whether oh you God. want to or not. <laughs> yeah. So whether you want to or not, you 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 really do disconnect up there. <laughs> but um, but yeah, that that trip I was going up to Wisconsin and we were making a few pit stops around and just kind of looking at the ice on the water and especially because there are some parts of the lake that were frozen and other parts that weren't and surprisingly where it was frozen it really wasn't that cold so yeah it, it's very it was very nice oh that's lovely um do you I when you mentioned that it has a peninsula um and it's so funny because when I think of the United States I don't normally think peninsula is I that seems like such a like overseas term <laughs> not so much like us but maybe because we um we're on the west coast and we just have you know the beaches and stuff and not really yeah. peninsula type areas but that's really nice and how many times have you gone up there because I know that you like um kind of revisiting uh places that you visit mm -hmm. um so how many times have you been um take how many times have you taken that little road trip I I really I I can't even count it's been a few times that I've been up there I've been going up there since uh like five years now uh a little bit more even so it's it's been a lot of many times that I've been up there and it's a place that I really like to go with my parents my my siblings and it's it's kind of like a very special place for us we've been there at different points in our lives you know when we had different things going on so um, I remember writing a post uh, about this uh, I didn't necessarily say it was about you know this this specific part but I I did write about how you know, revisiting a place is very much like when you read a, a good book, right? When you reread a good book, or even when you watch a TV series that you like or a movie, every time you go back to it, you you learn something new and you you take something different that you didn't necessarily catch the first time just because you are looking at it at when you're at a different point in your life and you might just be aware of certain things a little bit differently or, you know, or we we grow every day and we, we change. And every time we go back to a certain part of the, the world, a destination, in this case, Door County for me, you know, it's always a little bit different, even though it's the same, essentially like the scenery, it's always something a little bit different that I get when I go up there. I love that. Um, what are your favorite things to like do and see? Um, you mentioned that like the fall is very beautiful. We'll take that like as an example, because I know like, like you mentioned, it, it, it'll be a little bit different um, depending on the, the season. Um, mm -hmm. yeah, what are your favorite things to do and see? Um, in the fall, I mean, it's, it's pretty different now with, you know, with like the regulations that they've been having, like many, like in many parts of the world, but pre-COVID times, I mean, you go up there and it's, you know, apple orchards, um, you pick your own apples, um, you take just beautiful, beautiful hikes around some of the, the state parks up there. Peninsula State Park is one of them and it's absolutely gorgeous. You're, you're just walking right by the lake at some point, it's gorgeous. Um, let's see, oh, I, I also, I have to shout out, um, 
the one of the best pizza restaurants up there, uh, Wild Tomato. If anybody is familiar with the Door County area or if you're planning a trip, you must go there. It is absolutely delicious, delicious pizza. Um, so I sometimes like my family and I will we'll make the three hour trek. <laughs> we'll be like, do we want pizza? Like, do we want like wild tomato pizza? We'll be like, okay, let's just go really early and then we'll come back like on the same day. Like we've done that at least twice, I oh think in the past. <laughs> it's really good. It really is. Yeah. Do we um, want pizza or do we want good pizza? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, so yeah, if anybody goes up there, make sure to make a pit stop there. Um, Let's see, they have so many um, cute little quaint um, ice cream shops, which are, it's delicious. And, and they're, they're so known for their cherries and, and other fruits that they have up there. So always uh, try those out whenever you're, you're up there. They'll have like cherry ice cream or cherry flavored um, soda even. They'll have cherry flavored scones, like so many different things. And, and I think that's, that's another thing that I really like about up there, how, how homey it is, how cozy and how they, they really use what they have up there. And I think that's what makes it a very special place that a lot of people always want to go to. Oh my God. I love that. I love um, cherry so much. And you just mentioning mm -hmm. cherry ice cream and cherry scones. I was very yeah. much like, how far is this? Can we, can this be like a nice family trip? <laughs> yes. Um, well, if you, if you fly into like Chicago, for example, you could, um, it's, it's a bit of a drive, but I mean, it's, I would say maybe like three and a half hours to four, maybe, um, but I mean, it's really, it's, it's worth the trip. Like if you're really looking for something quaint, unique, very, you know, Midwestern, but very just, just gorgeous. Like at Door County is, is a place that I recommend. Have there been any, um, besides Door County, has there been any other places that you've discovered, um, any neighborhoods that you really love and recommend and, um, would want people to visit? Um, let's see, in terms of neighborhoods, um, I would well, just like to neighbors say... to you, like, oh, neighbors you know, to me. Okay. The, yeah, just like in the areas, um, drivable. Yeah, um, the thing about like the Midwest and, and maybe if there, if there's any other, uh, person here listening, who's from the Midwest may know that, um, to really get anywhere that's a little bit different from, from what you see in your day-to-day -day or anything really nice to look at, you, you're going to have to drive <laughs> a little bit. Um, for example, you know, like I was saying, if you go to that peninsula, it's like three hour to four hour drive. And um, a lot of people from Illinois, for example, they go to places in Michigan. Michigan's a very, very popular area or state, I should say, to, um, to go and visit. Um, you know, there are a variety of small little towns right on the lake, on the coast of the lake. Um, and if you go a little bit more north, um, I actually went to this place for the first time last year. There is an island up there called Mackinac Island, um, which I didn't know was the fudge capital of the world, but apparently it is. So of course I had to have some while I was out there. <laughs> yes, and it's absolutely mm. beautiful. 
so so beautiful there are no cars up there like a ferry will take you um there are only bikes um there are also um carriages I think I saw a few carriages up there but they're more for like touristy purposes um what state is that sorry it's in Michigan Michigan okay wait I feel like did we hear about that not like recently not too recently but during the presidential elections that there's this one place that they just don't have cars and then they drove a car through it and it was kind of a big deal was that Um, the same place I feel like it was either like Michigan or Minnesota it was somewhere in that area and it was just no cars they just don't have cars there or they just don't drive I don't know yeah I don't know if it's that island but that sounds interesting I actually yeah I, I didn't know about that I'll have to look it up but um, continue, please, because I'm very interested in this island. <laughs> <laughs> no, no problem. Um, yeah, so um, so yeah, that uh, Mackinac Island is is absolutely gorgeous. It's it's kind of like you know, um, kind of like Door County, where I was saying that there aren't any chains up there. Like there there aren't any Starbucks, any McDonald's. It's it's really just all mom and pop shops and and everything's very local so it's very very nice and I was up there for just um I did a uh, overnight but I an overnight trip rather and I I went to the island for a couple of hours and I could have stayed there like I think that that would have been more fun to actually like go to the island and just kind of stay there um but yeah, I recommend Mackinac Island as well. It is quite a drive just because it is northern, um, northern Michigan. And mm-hmm. that time I, I went again with my with my family and we actually ended up doing like a trip around Lake Michigan. So um, that was really fun. I'd never been all the way like up there. Um, we were pretty close up t- uh, with Canada. So if the pandemic again wasn't a thing, we probably could have made it across to Canada, but the Canadian borders were closed so we couldn't do that but maybe next time yeah no I'm searching it right now and it looks incredibly gorgeous there's um, a grand hotel Mm -hmm. and an um an arch rock um what else a skull cave um and then an organic Mackinac Island butterfly house it looks yeah. very beautiful. Thank you for putting that on my radar and everyone else of course. didn't know about it. It's really lovely. We yes, have- of course. <laughs> um, so last question for you, Maritza. Um, can you tell us or give us a little sneak peek at any future travel plans? Mm, let's see. I think for the, for the time being, like, I think I'm going to be doing more stateside or uh, within the country travel. I think um, I really have this really big curiosity to go to Seattle, Washington. Uh, I just think it it's beautiful up there. The Northwest uh, part of the country I think is absolutely gorgeous from what I've seen. Um, I would love to go back to California. I'm actually from California originally. So I would love to go back and kind of, re-explore my city and um, I think yeah I think those are some two of the top places that I I would like to go this year Um, also maybe if if 
uh, if we're able to, um, I'd love to go back to to visit my family in Mexico, maybe in December, we'll see. Um, so yeah, those are some of the, the places that I'm kind of thinking about this year. I love it. We're going to manifest these trips with you because um, yes, love to see you in the Pacific Northwest. And then if you're in California, you know who to call. <laughs> yes. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Where are you? Uh, where are you two uh, located? We're Los Angeles? LA. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, in L.A.? Yeah. Where, where are you? Yeah, nice. From San Jose. Oh, OK. Oh, yeah. I've been to yeah. San Jose once for a football match and Ooh, it was okay. nice. Yeah. yeah. Um, my husband is a Manchester United fan. So they were doing <laughs> like one of those tours. Um, yeah. So they were, they were there playing um, and it was really fun. And I'm so sad we didn't get to explore more because we did hit up a restaurant and a bar while we were there and it was really good. Um, so I wish we hadn't just planned. Um, I swear it's like a sporting event. Every time I go somewhere where it has good food, I'm there for a, like a day and a half and my day fills up with just that one event and then I can't really enjoy it. But um, mm -hmm. we took the train there. It was really nice. So, but yeah, yeah, come down. I know I'd love to. Oh my goodness. I have not been back to California since I moved and I moved like 20 years ago or something I was a kid <laughs> but uh, yeah yeah it's been a while since I've been back and I really do miss the the mountains the palm trees the ocean <laughs> right a little bit of yes. everything but we don't yeah. have Mackinac Island so yeah that's that's true <laughs> and you that's know what true. I did look it up and it was that same island um that oh. I guess there was some controversy because they they don't have they don't have cars going there but they said that yeah. it wasn't the first time that um anybody had broken that rule I guess um President Ford had gone there um and but they and they had a car um but uh nobody saw it like it wasn't it was kept out of sight and wasn't and wasn't really used so yeah so it, oh. that's why it was a big deal when Pence went down there and had like a motorcade and people were like what the heck no cars <laughs> right yeah no cars are necessary it's honestly like it's it, that's one of the really pretty things about it you can walk the streets and not be worried about any cars <laughs> it's so nice I love it um and Maritza for anyone who is listening and they want to follow you where can they follow you learn more about you read your blog and all that fun stuff yeah, so um, so you can find me on my blog, Travel Notes and Things. Um, I'm consistently posting new content on there these days. Um, and yeah, I'm answering to comments and all of that fun stuff. So uh, that's one place. Uh, I'm also active on Instagram. I, I try to post regularly on there, but I'm always on there. So if anybody wants to send me a DM, wants to know more about Midwestern travel or just travel in general or um, manifesting travel, transformative travel, anything like that, then uh, yeah, uh, find me on Instagram, travel notes and things, and let's get talking. But um, yeah, I'd say that those are the two main places, my email, <laughs> if anybody wants to, to send me something longer or just connect that way. Um, yeah, my email also. And yeah, Amazing. Well, thank you so much for coming on um, the podcast. We, I mean, this has been something that like, we should have done this 
a while ago. Like we've, we've known each other for a while now, connected <laughs> Clubhouse and um, I'm so glad we, we did connect. So thank you for coming Same. on and enjoy your weekend. Thank you so much ladies for having me on. I have had a blast talking with you too. And yeah, thank you so, so much again. All right. Thank you. Have a good one. Thank you. You too. Bye. Bye. That's our episode for today. Thank you everyone for listening to Oh My Travel Podcast. You can find us on Instagram at Oh My Travel Podcast. You can find Martha at Martha Gets It and myself at La Wild Explorer. Make sure to subscribe. And if you enjoyed this episode, please consider leaving us a five-star review because it helps us reach more people and we really want this community to grow. And if something from this episode really resonated with you, please take a screenshot and tag us. We love hearing from our community and we'd love to reshare your thoughts from the show. As always, we'll see you next week.